Hello, everyone. Um, thanks for coming today for our podcast, um, Embodying Unity with Elsa. So we're going to get started in about five minutes. So I just want you to just uh, sit back and enjoy some music while we're waiting. Thank you so much. Welcome, Elsa. Great to see you here. Oops. Welcome, Elsa. Great to have you here. And um, we looks like we have about 163 people live on um, this podcast today, which is awesome. So um, just remember, Elsa, to unmute yourself, um, and we're going to get going right now. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm very pleased and honored to be sharing with you today. Oh, thank you, Elsa. I really appreciate your your presence here. And I just want to do a everybody. And I'm going to do my best to say your name correctly, Elsa. I really hope I do it right. <laughs> Elsa La Tori Tori Velek. I don't know. Is it close? Yes. Okay. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Elsa is here with us. She's an intuitive energy healer embodied in a French woman. I love that. And she moved to Mexico a decade ago, and that's when this magic land awakened her powers. She has followed the red path from North American traditions as both a moon dancer and visionary, she usually works with the elements and Mayan Toltec traditions, leading women's circles and 13 moon workshops. Elsa is also a gifted channeler who often receives messages, enabling her to open healing fields 
and work on every aspect of life. She works with people's ancestors, combining family constellations in her sessions as well. And Elsa is a certified emotion code practitioner. Her goal is to help people get heart wall free. And I'm, I'm sure Elsa will explain a bit more about that later on in the podcast. And she does this by helping people to release all the trapped emotions they can, um, so that they can live their best life with their heart as a solid rudder. Embodied to help bring peace on earth, Elsa's next mission is to do group healing sessions in jails, hospitals, and schools for children with special needs. If you are this person or you know someone who knows someone who can help manifest this, please get in touch with Elsa, and I'll be sure to put her Linktree info in the comments on my Podbean webpage so you can get in touch with Elsa. So without further ado, welcome, Elsa. Wow, amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. And um, I'm sure all our listeners would love to hear a bit about your background and how you actually ended up becoming an alternative healing practitioner. I'd love to hear that story. Yeah, sure. So everything started uh, 20 years ago. So as a child, I was already kind of questioning things. I remember one day at school, in the primary school, like sitting on a bench, looking at my fellow uh, children, like in primary school and thinking, is it really all there is? Because if it's only that, I'm out of the game. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't want to just... And then, you know, I grew up and I found um, a massage book in my parents' uh, shelves that I stole. I still have in my suitcase in Mexico City. Wow. And I started to practice massages um, just for fun, you know, on my boyfriend, on my friends, like I was trading. And some friends were like, no, but you really have powerful hands. You should do that. And after a while... I landed in Mexico, and in Mexico City, I started the massage school, and a colleague from the massage school brought me to discovering sweat lodge, and plant medicine, and women gathering, and Reiki, and then I studied Reiki, and then, um, you know, I traveled, and I landed on the Red Pass, and, and, you know, it's a never-ending journey of studying and yeah yeah more and more aligned and in balance Mm -hmm. absolutely you know I was going to ask you about the red path because I I haven't personally heard of that can you tell us a little bit more about what what the red path is from North America yes sure um it's from the tribes like the origin original Native Americans so Mm -hmm. They have a ritual. Um, usually men, they do what is called the sun dance. So they dance and they fast for the sun during four days. Women usually do the moon dance uh, during at least four years. I don't know for the sun dance, but for the moon dance, you can go up to nine years. Um, and you also dance during the night for the full moon. 
and fast. It's um, fast with liquid, with water and teas. And uh, the, other the other ritual is called the, the vision quest. So for the vision quest, you go, and it's a dry fast, you go four days in a row under your tree alone, and the um, grandfathers and elders that are taking care of the circle, um, they have two sweat lodge a day, and they pray, and they eat, and they drink for you while you pray under your tree, and you connect, and you receive uh, guidance. Wow. And this is also four years in a row, so I finished this um in June 2020, and it was uh, life-changing. Like, wow! That's you know, you amazing. never, you never stop. You never turn off your computer for days. You never turn off your cell phone for days. You never just be by yes. yourself in the nature during four days. If you have kind of a normal life, or <laughs> you know, you live in civilization. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. I, I, I'd love to talk to you about that more um, later over a cup of coffee, but it sounds like uh, an amazing, <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. life-changing experience, and, um, you know, I think that vision mm -hmm. quests are very important. It gives us the opportunity to go within and uh, really yeah. be with who we are, you know, be with ourselves, and I think so few people, either they don't have the time or, or maybe it's a bit frightening for them to go in and really look that deeply. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the point, because once you're alone, until you understand you're never alone and you're connected to the whole planet, energy, everything, you have to cross um, your fears. You have to face it and work on it. Otherwise, they appear um, when once you're alone in the mountain under your tree and it's way easier <laughs> to work on it and face it <laughs> with, with the help of a therapist or meditation or any tools you have. But once you're alone under your tree days and nights because, you know, you have the sun and you have the birds and the hummingbirds coming and you observe the nature is everything is beautiful. And then you have the nights where you're also still fasting and still alone in your tobacco protective circle, which is, and all adventures and yeah it's fascinating wow. i would really recommend like everybody to go through this because yes you work also specific thematic and directions um every year so it's a process mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful thank you for sharing sharing that and um i i'm curious you know i know you've been on this path for quite a long time and uh, as a as a healer and spiritual teacher, um, what have been some of the greatest gifts for you on this path? I think the greatest gift is is this just to when you start to to truly understand who you are and what you're here for, and that it goes far beyond of what society wants us to to believe, you know, mm -hmm. when you see the bigger vision, the bigger mission. Um, yes, really start to feel and experiment the unconditional love in every cell and the true connections with all the beings that you can 
receive messages from everybody, open. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really beautiful, you know. It is. It is really beautiful. But as we both know, there's also some challenges on on this path. So <laughs> what, have, <laughs> what, have, what, what do you feel have been some of the biggest challenges for you? So for me, the biggest challenges were to when I was going through this transition, because before uh, I was working in theater. So I was, you know, the soul of the party, nightlife and so on. And suddenly now I don't drink a drop of alcohol anymore. And it's like, okay, how can I still have a social life? How can I still connect with my old friends and and love Mm. them and spend quality time with them? Um, even if we don't know each other anymore the way we were 20 years ago, you know, right. even if we don't share anymore the same thing and the same with the blood family, because, um, if my family ever listen to your podcast, I think they will get surprised, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're yeah, a little so. bit of the black sheep of the family. Is that right? Or? <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly exactly how in family constellation we describe it. Um, yeah. The the healer of the family. Okay, you embodied in the family. You're chosen to teach them something, to learn something from them, and to heal the tree. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, that's right. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. I know that um, part of your work is doing family constellations and. Um, some people aren't aware of what that is. Can you describe a little bit more about what's involved yeah, um, sure. in a typical group session with family constellations? Yeah. So family constellation comes from Bert Hellinger. He was a German priest. And um, observing families in Africa and how they behave and how they live together and Studying, he he developed this um, technique to basically open an energetical field and um, heal what we call loyalty, which means you can have the feeling you're fully living your life, but most of people aren't because. They follow the family tradition, the family wishes, the family desire, or also they start to embody the absence of the family. So, for example, if um, you have a child who starts to have uh, addictive behaviors and you're like, but I don't understand, me and his father, we Uh don't drink, we never use drugs, but you have an uncle that had uh, addictive behaviors and nobody wants to invite at the family meetings because he's a mess, your child will take the loyalty on him to show the rest of the family who is excluded. Mm. And by uh, understanding who are you loyal to in your behavior, we honor the ancestors and we cut the cording to allow the person to fully live their life freely by their heart. Like, what do you want to do if you are just you and not uh. with the weight of all the ancestors' behaviors, limiting belief, 
and so on. And the way I do that is actually not in group session, it's a one-on-one session. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. mean, I, I have some experience. I've been in a couple of people's family constellations, um, mm-hmm. and I've been involved with Core Energetics, and they incorporate a bit of family constellations and in, in, in part of the processing that happens. So I've experienced it a bit, and I've found it to be fascinating. For me, what was so fascinating mm-hmm. was how each person takes on the energetic uh, blueprint, so yeah. to speak, speak of the mm-hmm. family member that they're representing for whoever's constellation uh, we're working on, right, in a group situation. I took on the energy of that person. And I started yeah. acting like that person, and I didn't even know who that person was. So that was mm-hmm. absolutely fascinating. And then when people did it for my constellation, they started acting like my sons. They Even the way they positioned themselves, mm-hmm. the body language, everything. It was It was just incredible. I think this work is so important. And I, I love that you have that as part of your offering of what you do for people. I think it's it's an amazing um, system for healing. I really do. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I know that you're also a certified emotion code practitioner. Um, so tell yeah. us a bit more about that. Ooh, this is my uh, favorite. Uh, lately because it's so helpful um, so I discovered the emotion code and body code um, which is from Dr. Bradley Nelson mm-hmm. because my therapist used um, this method and um, I bought the book of Dr. Brad and I started to, to release the trapped emotion on myself so the thing is that uh, the theory about it, Dr. Bradley Nelson was a um, chiropractor, mm-hmm. and after manipulating so many bodies like bones and muscles and so on, he discovered that every time his clients had a problem, it was an emotional problem. So by releasing the emotions and the energy print of the emotions, um, everything was aligned again. Hmm. So it's a very easy and um, simple technique when you connect with the subconscious mind and you find the trapped emotion according to the problem you would like to solve or the area of your life you would like to be more uh, flowing or the relationship and you release the trapped emotion and then you feel better. And that's also the thing with the heart wall because... Everybody has a heart wall, which is kind of a protective wall. Yes. We human being install <laughs> after having lived uh, so many painful experience in life. So it it's the same um, than family constellation after all, because you think you're free. You think you're making conscious choices of who you're going to meet, who you're going to share your energy and your time with. But you're not if you have a heart wall because you are acting based on your fears. You're acting based on shame, on Mm. um, anxiety, sadness, sorrow, 
everything that is trapped here technically to protect your heart, but it was based on, um, you know, like a safety mechanism when the trauma even happened. But some decades ago, it's still active and we don't need that anymore. So by releasing the heart walls, we can finally truly connect from the heart and let the heart guide us without fear, without sadness, without all the anxiety and everything we went through during the life. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. And I, I am familiar with the emotion code. And uh, I remember I used to do it years ago. I don't, I don't know why I stopped. I think I just started learning so many different things. But I do really feel mm-hmm. it's, it's a very effective modality. Um, I guess yeah. my question for you about the heart wall is, I mean, I remember bringing down my own heart wall uh, using emotion code. But um, is it possible that we can create a whole new heart wall yet again? based on uh, new traumatic experiences and, and so forth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, it's like every practice is, you know, um, you meditate every day and you feel great and suddenly you don't meditate during two months and you're like, oh, I don't understand. <laughs> Something is going on the way. So with a trapped emotion, it's the same. I release trapped emotion every day on me because... I'm still in a human body. I still have interactions with the world. I also, you can also absorb emotion. You have inherited trapped emotion. Right. Uh, You have shared emotion. You can also release heart wall of your inner child. You can, I release, for example, my womb wall. Wow. Which was very interesting to discover that I had trapped emotion in this specific part of the body. Wow. So according to what you're working on, um, yes, everybody has a like classic helpful, I would say, but you can also go deeper and deeper and, and wow. get free. Wow, amazing. And um, I'm sure our listeners would love to know um, – are you, what kind of services or programs are you offering right now, uh, in relationship to the work that you're doing? So, uh, I started to work on the global heart, do global heart healing oh. in French. Mm. Um, because my friend, uh, she does it in English. So I said, we need to, to connect to the global heart of the humanity and release attract emotions there. Mm. So this is um, something I do. Even if you don't understand French, you're welcome to join <laughs> because everything is energy and, you know, we're releasing trapped emotions. So I usually ask and pray for that we release trapped emotion for everybody who is ready, willing, and able to let this go. Right. Um, so language shouldn't be a, bar- a barrier, a frontier. Yes. And yeah, and in a couple of months, um, so all my work is, except the global heart in French, uh, is one-on-one. Right. And um, I'm going to start a dreaming circle, which is the next very exciting thing um, happening. Yeah. So also based on the... Um, ancient tribes, traditions, a women tradition. So as women, we have a womb. Uh, it's like a sacred matrix. Uh, even though we, we gave birth 
physically to babies or not, it doesn't matter because this sacred matrix is also here to receive messages from the universe, from the cosmos, from source, basically. So when you start to work on your dream, you can have a notebook and first time when you wake up and you start to remember your dream, you note your dreams every morning because it's also connected to the moon, to the astrology. So where is the moon? Is the moon uh, in Aquarius? Is the moon in Leo? In the moon in Virgo? Whatever. So according to where is the moon during the 28 days of this, her circle, her cycle in the sky, we won't dream the same thing because sometimes we dream for ourselves, like we get advice for for our life, but we also get messages and dream for the collective. And yes. here is for me the most interesting thing to gather people, to gather dreamers, to connect and see, okay, so last week we had the moon in this sign. What messages are from the collective? What, what, what guidance can we all together download and share, you know? Oh, I because love this. We this dream and we, we sleep, we sleep a third of our life. Imagine all the time. So some people will say, oh, I don't want to know anything. I just want to disconnect and wake up like seven hours later when my alarm rings. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> it's a third of the life when so many things happen when we are dreaming, when we are sleeping. So it's a beautiful way to use this time to get messages and also to get some guidance for the collective as lately <laughs> it has been a bit, um, um, I don't know what would be the correct word for the last two years, but you know what I mean. Yeah, very challenging, I'd say, very challenging. Um, <laughs> wow, well, this sounds wonderful, and I'm sure um, many of our listeners would be interested to find out more about it. Is that info in the link tree, yeah. in link tree that you sent me, the link? Or is there Not another yet. place? Um, okay. Okay, yeah. Not yet. I will put it in the link tree because I Good. will have to make a selection as well um, to keep it uh, kind of private and also with compromised people because it's a it's a job, you know, to to really have a hygiene of the dream before sleeping, um, like getting your energy back from the day to really go the cleanest possible into the dream state. Otherwise, you're just processing your day. And it's one of my friends, she called that, ah, it's just stupid dream. I'm just dreaming of my day. <laughs> right. I, I understand what you're saying. It's like you have a ritual. Mm -hmm. um, I did some dream yeah. work uh, with a Sergio Mangana. Um, I believe he's Mexican-born, but uh, it was online. And, uh, yeah, there, there's a whole ritual that you do and, and, and uh, breathing and everything mm -hmm. that he incorporated. Exactly. And like, I, I find it fascinating. I find it really fascinating. It is. And you're entering a routine like the same that most people, um, when they start their healing journeys, they, they find it easy to have a morning routine to maybe meditate, work out, um, journaling and so on. Uh, that are the most common morning routine. So it's the same in the evening. Okay, what can be your evening routine to arrive the cleanest possible into the sleep and dream state to be able to get messages and, and make this work really interesting.
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wonderful. And you're also doing like private one-on-one sessions. And I know that people can book in through the link on Linktree mm-hmm. with, with you. Is that right? Yes, correct. In the Calendly. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I'd love for you. I know you, you and I talked about like, um, normally when I have somebody come on my podcast, I ask them to share a tool or something that can be, um, beneficial to the listeners. And I know you had prepared a meditation. So, um, we'd mm-hmm. love for you to take us through that, um, if you have, if you're feeling up to that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what I work a lot with is, uh, the power of intention from Lynn McTaggart. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you can look for her book and, and, and the live she does, I think it's every Wednesday. Uh, online so um, by being a group and and holding an intention together it's it makes it really powerful and it's like sending your wish letter to the universe to make it uh, to manifest yes so the intention i wrote uh, this afternoon was about embodying unity and and um, because everybody still feel, you know, it's it's the biggest lie of the universe. Like you feel separate. Yes. Every everybody think, okay, I have a body, so this is my body. I have a house, this is my house. I have my things and 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 my life. And but once you have the bigger vision and and the bigger understanding, you think that we are all one. <laughs> We're all energy. So this is. Maybe what we see, what we perceive, but, but there is so much more. So the idea is also by starting to embody unity to, to connect more from the heart and to have deeper understanding with all beings. Yes. And, and yeah, and Beautiful. quit the barrier of, of, yeah, all, all the separation. Mm. So the intention, um I will be reading it. Okay. I will be guiding you and reading it. And so if you want, yeah, we can start. Beautiful. So Thank let's um, put our hands on our heart, um, spine, spine straight, the feet on the ground. Take a deep inhale. So we're going to visualize a red ray of light and coming down from the bottom of our spine, from our root chakra. It's going down and connecting to the heart of Earth. And with the next exhalation, we're going to let go of everything that we don't need anymore. Every tension, every pain, every bothering thought. Take a deep inhale and let it go to Mother Earth who will transmute all 
assist energy take a deep inhale and we are all now in circle so I'm going to invite to this space um, our guides and our masters and all the light beings that are willing to come and help this work are very welcome. So we can drop our hands and take our hands um, energetically to make a full circle. Our intention is that we embody unity, that we all feel true connection from the heart for all beings, and may we be healthy and well in every way. Deep inhale, and we connect from our heart. Feeling this deep, unconditional love. Deep inhale. And exhaling, this frequency of love is expanding to all our cells, to all our body. Deep inhale, and as we exhale, the frequency is expanding to fill the room where we are. Deep inhale, and as we exhale, the frequency is expanding to all our hearts. Deep inhale. And as we exhale, frequency is expanding to the whole neighborhood. Deep inhale, and as we exhale, frequency is expanding to the whole city. Deep inhale, and as we exhale, the frequency is expanding to the whole country. Deep inhale, and as we exhale, the frequency is expanding further than 
oceans and continents, to the whole earth, the whole planet. Our intention is that we embody unity, that we all feel true connection from the heart for all beings, and may we be healthy and well in every way. Use all your senses to make it as vivid as possible. Take a deep inhale and visualize your thermostat so you can level up your frequency to the highest level to hold this intention a couple of more minutes from the highest frequency possible. Our intention is that we embody unity that we all feel true connections from the heart for all beings and may we be healthy and well in every way. Take a deep inhale and visualize all humanity vibrating in pure and conditional love and unity. 
Take a deep inhale. And we're going back to the circle. Take a deep inhale. And bring a wonderful smile on your face. For your body, smile for all your cells. Smile for this beautiful vessel we're in. Oh, thank you so Take a much. Deep inhale and bring a smile on your face and smile to all um, our fellow friends we took this journey with. And we're going to disconnect from the hands energetically and from the intention. You can bring movements. Uh, you can stretch and gently come back to your body. Uh, back with us and with Michelle with on the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you, dear. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I thought it was finished and... Um... I just um, wanted to say thank you for such a powerful uh, meditation. I could feel my body really relaxing into the energy. And in the very beginning, I felt my head was kind of swaying back and forth. It was very interesting. Uh, the energy was kind of <laughs> affecting my body. Um, and I know that can happen sometimes with with people when they meditate um, as they really connect into the energy. And I'd love to hear other people's comments about your experience with Elsa's meditation, please uh, don't be shy. Let us know. Did you enjoy it? Uh, were you able to let go of the monkey mind? Um, what were your, uh, any sensations, any uh, feelings that arose? Um, we'd love to hear your comments. And uh, it was such a great gift. Um, to have you share this meditation with us um, about embodying unity. And um, before we go, I'd love to ask you, do you have any other advice for the listeners about anything else that they can do to embody unity in their life? Yes, thank you, Michelle. Um, what I would say is really always coming back um, to the heart, what feels true to you from the heart, um, trusting the intuition, like, you know, how many times you said, ah, I shouldn't have, or mm. I should have, I knew it wouldn't be, or I knew, and and people don't listen to this little voice. Yes. To, to, because the voice of the heart is like a whisper. So if you don't listen to it, it's, it's just going to get quiet. Mm -hmm. And then the ego mind speaks louder, or the, the inner judge, the inner child, and so on. <laughs> so when we start to pay attention to the whisper of the heart, it's where the guidance from a higher perspective, uh, God, goddess, creation, source, call it um, however you are, um, 
um, at ease with the world, but it, it, it's, it's um, coming from through the heart and it's really always beautiful messages and also trust the process, like trust that everything is always happening for our highest good. Even if yes, it's challenging time and we are entering the eclipse season, so <laughs> so movements, changes are now coming, but it's somewhere everything we've been praying for. So if yeah, you wanted I don't know, a better job or or better relationship or better life in general, but it's coming, but be be ready to let go first everything that is not aligned anymore beautiful and everything will come with peace and grace and if we are ready to allow it yes that's true if we're ready and we're willing <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's always the and sometimes <laughs> we think we're ready but then on some unconscious level we're not you know we're blocking ourselves so mm-hmm. This is uh, yeah, really that, important. That's when it's interesting, yeah, mm. to to release emotion, to release any limiting belief, ancestors, cording, and everything to to really be ready. Yes, absolutely. And I know that's what you do help people with, and um, and that you're mainly working with people in one on one. And so, if you want to get in touch with Elsa and book a healing, I've put her link tree here in the comments. So, folks, be sure to copy it and paste it. But I'll also put it on my Podbean webpage so you can get in touch with her. For those of you who are listening to the recording, um, it'll be there as well. And um, Elsa is a wonderful person. Um, It's been my pleasure and honor to know Elsa, even though for just a brief time. Um, but it's been great to get to know you, Elsa, here in Mexico. She's here in Mexico and mm-hmm. um, beautiful country. Um, all of you out there who want to come visit us, come and visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so thank you, everyone, for um, for coming um, and supporting this podcast, Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Chimpaka. And um, you can also get in touch with me if you have any questions or you want to find out about my upcoming programs. You can visit my website at spiritweaverjourneys.com. So thank you, everyone. Have a great day or night wherever you are in the world. Can I add a a little thing? Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, about the group healing session. So I felt really called to bring the healing session um, like the um, really trapped, releasing trapped emotion for groups uh, to to places to people where healing is a real need. Mm. Which um, I was thinking about jail, about hospitals, everything. So if if you know you listeners a way to do that, like online to get a kind of authorization, or I don't know, I don't know. How like universe please manifest this to bring healing to to people who maybe don't even have a radio to listen to us today, but absolutely that's, that's my calling like yes, so let's manifest this worldwide healing 
Beautiful. Thank you for, for mentioning that, uh, Elsa. And um, also definitely um, get in touch with her if you have anybody has any ideas about that, um, especially if you're based in Mexico or maybe the USA. Who knows? Um, maybe yeah, Elsa can, tra everywhere. can travel to you wherever you are. So um, thank you. We do it online. Yes, that's right. We do right. it online. Yeah, we do it online. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elsa. It's been it's been great to have you on the show, and um, I I just wish you all the best with your mission. Sounds like an incredible mission. Thank, Thank you so much. You're welcome. And well, lots it's gonna of, be fun. <laughs> yeah, lots of love, everybody, and be sure to follow and like my podcast. Thank you for your support, and talk to you soon. We'll be on next week with another guest. Oh. And her name is Davida. She's a very interesting woman. So stay tuned for our podcast coming up on Tuesday. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.